الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات عمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم مثل الذين ينفقون أموالهم في سبيل الله كمثل حبة أنبتت سبع سنابل كمثل حبة أنبتت سبع سنابل في كل سنبلة مئة حبة والله يضاعف لمن يشاء والله واسع عليم my most respected brothers and elders and our mothers and sisters listening at home of the receiver Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in a hadith ma min yawmin yusbihu al-ibadu fihi illa malakani yanzilan every single day when man rises then there are two angels that descend. One of these angels, he makes a supplication, a dua, فَيَقُولُ أَحَدُهُمَا أَلَّهُمَّ أَعْطِمْ مُنْفِقًا خَلَفًا O oh Allah, the one who is going to spend in your path, he is going to make infaq, he is going to spend, he is going to give in charity, for your sake. O oh Allah, replace him with the wealth that he is going to take out from his possessions. Ya Allah, you replace him. You give him a khalaf, a substitute. He's spending from his wealth and he's giving in your part, oh my Allah. The angel is making dua. Ya Allah, you substitute this person. al-akhar and the other angel says, Allahumma a'ti mumsikan talafa. He makes a curse. He says, oh Allah, that person who despite having the wealth, he amasses wealth, he hoards wealth, he is stingy, he is not generous, he is holding back his wealth. There are avenues, there are people who are waiting, there are recipients for their charity, but he is not giving. Oh Allah, destroy his wealth. Oh Allah, destroy his wealth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in various ayat of the Qur'an, and in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they have explained the importance of giving charity in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with sincerity, with ikhlas, with a large heart. The verse that I quoted, مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ كَمَثَلِ حَبَّةٍ أَنْبَتَتْ سَبْعَ سَنَابٍ Allah illustrates example of a person who is going to sow a seed. And when he sows a seed, it brings forth seven years of a corn. And each year, or each spike, 
in turn will have miyatahabba, 100 seeds. So with one seed that will be planted will generate and grow for him so many crops. Like that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, one cent that a person gives in the path of Allah, it is multiplied by a minimum of 700 times. Then Allah says, Wallahu yudha'ifu Allah multiplies the rewards as much as He wishes for whomsoever He wishes. It's limitless. The hadith of Rasulullah explains that a person who gives charity equivalent to a date, a small tiny little date, min kasbin tayyibin, which is from a halal income. وَلَا يَقْبَلُ اللَّهُ إِلَّا طَيِّبًا Then the hadith says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nurtures and grows this date. Allah increases the size of this tiny little date or whatever little He may have given. Whether it is a morsel of food, a crumb of bread, a slice of bread, a tiny piece of date, something which we may treat as very insignificant. Allah actually nurtures and grows this date in size كَمَا يُرَبِّ أَحَدُكُمْ فَلُوَّهُ Just as one of you, those who have horses, then he has a foal, a baby horse. And then he grows this horse. He nurtures this horse. He looks after and he takes care of this horse until it becomes a stallion. It is now galloping very fast. So like that, Allah increases the size of this date until it becomes the size of a mountain. On the day of Qiyamah, it will be presented to you in rewards. You will say, Oh Allah, I only gave one tiny piece of date in your path. And Allah will say, I increased the rewards of that one date you gave with sincerity. It was not out of riyah and ostentation and show. Not for the public to know. Your right hand gave, your left hand did not, did not even know. So that is now the investment that you put towards the akhirah just by giving a little tiny date in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's a very famous sahabi, Haritha bin Nu'man radiallahu ta'ala an. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one occasion, he calls Haritha, Haritha, how is it that when I went to enter, when I entered Jannah during Mi'raj, Oh, some ulama say in the dream, Rasulullah sees the dream. And he says, I could hear the voice of your recitation of the quran Pak. I heard your voice in Jannah. And then it was discovered that Haritha bin Nu'man radiallahu ta'ran was such that he was very obedient to his mother. He never discarded his mother. He, he never abandoned his mother. He always took care of her needs. He was at he was at her side all the time, looking after his mother. Rasulullah sallallahu then tells the Sahaba, "Kadalikumul bir, kadalikumul bir." This voice of Haritha I heard in Jannah, his recitation of Quran e Pak, is due to his the fact that he was obedient to his mother. May Allah make us obedient to our parents, especially our mothers, and if they have passed on, then we make dua and maghfirat for them. 
This Haritha bin Nu'man radiallahu ta'ran, it was the latter part of his life, he became blind. He used to keep a basket of dates next to him, and then he would tie a thread from the basket till the door of his house. When any miskin, any poor person would come, and they would ask for some charity or some food, Haritha bin Nu'man radiallahu ta'ran would take some dates from this basket. Remember, he is blind. He would hold this thread and he would walk towards the door as a guide. And then he would give this to the poor person. Family people tell him, Nakfiq, we will suffice you. Why are you going through all this hardship and burden yourself? You are unable to do it so easily. You, you are blind. We will. We are there to make your khidmah. He says, no. I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa saying, Munawalatul miskin taqi masari asu. That a person who gives a poor person charity, whatever it may be, it will save him from an evil death. It will save him from an evil mort. And I do not want to die an evil death. Therefore I am going myself and handing over this piece of date with my own hands. Rasulullah says, Munawalatul miskin. The word munawala in Arabic means to pass on, to give. So Sahaba radiallahu anhu understood the importance of giving charity in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are so many incidents of how generously they gave Salafi Salihin, Abdullah bin Mubarak rahmatullahi alayhi, the great mujahid of his time, the great muhaddith of his time, a student of Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullahi alayhi. And Imam Abdullah bin Mubarak rahmatullahi alayhi is once visited by a person who is in need. He tells him, oh Imam, I require 700 dirhams. I need to pay off my debts. So he writes a note to his treasurer, the person who was under him. And he was in charge of giving the, the charities out. He writes a note, give this, the bearer of this note, 7,000 dirhams. When this person comes, and this person looks at that note, looks at this man, he asks him, what's between you and Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahmatullahi, that he has now fixed such a huge amount for you? Who are you? What is your problem? So he says, no, I, I've got a loan to pay off. I needed 700 dirhams. And I asked Abdullah ibn Mubarak for 700 dirhams, not knowing that what was written on the note was 7,000 dirhams. So he says, no problem, sit here. I need to verify, perhaps the wrong note has come to me. So this treasurer writes to Abdullah ibn Mubarak, rahmatullahi alayhi imam, that you have made a mistake. This man requires only 700 and you saying 7,000 dirhams. Abdullah ibn Mubarak, rahmatullahi alayhi, sends back the note and he says, now you give him Double the amount, 14,000 dirhams you must give. The person then writes to Imam Abdullah ibn Mubarak, rahmatullahi alayhi, Azrat, it was 700 dirhams, you see 7,000, now you're making it 14,000. If you're going to continue in this manner, you might have to sell your own properties to give the poor people their monies. Abdullah ibn Mubarak, rahmatullahi alayhi, then responded. And he says, In kunta wakili, فَأَنْفِذْ مَا أَمَرْتُكْ If you are my deputy, then immediately you must discharge whatever I am commanding you. But if I am your deputy, then please come over now and take my place 
and I will go sit in your place, then whatever you command me, I will do so. See the generosity, the large heartedness these people had. They gave for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, knowing that when they will give in the path of Allah, the monies, whatever they possess, the bank balances will not decrease. Outwardly, what the eyes will see, it will decrease. But Rasulullah says, مَا نَقَسَتْ صَدَقَةٌ مِنْ مَالٍ When a person gives sadaqah, his wealth will not decrease. In other words, Allah will give him so much barakah in the remaining of his wealth. And also Allah says, وَمَا أَنْفَقْتُمْ مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَهُوَ يُخْلِفُ Whatever you spend, then Allah will give you in substitute, in lieu of whatever you have spent. And Allah knows exactly what you have given. Allah wants us to give generously, not miserly. If a person is confronted by a poor person, a beggar, and at that moment for whatever reason, you don't have the money, you don't want to give him, perhaps he's a perpetual beggar, whatever it is, Quran addresses us, As for the poor person, the sail, the beggar, the person in need, do not rebuke him. Do not use abusive, harsh language against him. قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ وَمَغْفِرَةٌ خَيْرٌ مِّن صَدَقَةٍ يَتْبَعُهَا أَذَىٰ A kind word. Ulama explain, رَدٌ جَمِيلٌ Send him off in a nice way. Tell him some kind words. Excuse yourself, you do not have anything to give him now. وَمَغْفِرَةٌ Ulama have given various interpretations and tafasir regarding what's the meaning of مَغْفِرَةٌ forgiveness. One of the meaning is, that if this person then responds to you very harshly, this beggar swears you, then you should make dua that Allah forgives him. Or you overlook him, you pardon him, you ignore him. And the other is you must ask Allah for forgiveness for not being able to see to his needs. There was a <coughs> masjid that was being built in one village in Morocco. So people were giving donations and there was a person in charge for collecting the funds. He was the person in charge of the development of this masjid. There comes a woman and she is veiled and she gives a purse full of coins to this person. And immediately she gives him and she is now returning. So he calls out to her, Oh my sister, please give me your name so I can give you a receipt. She says, no, there is no need for a receipt. There is no need for a receipt. So he says, no, but just for our purposes, you know, we've got to just at least put somebody's name. She says, that person for whose sake I have given, he knows my name very well. My Allah knows my name. I do not need my name to be written in any book, in any register. My respected brothers and elders, quite often we give to some organization, some person, and then we keep on reminding the person, and then we want details, of course, organization, masajid, madaris have to be very scrupulous. And very, very careful as to how they discharge those, those funds and those monies. But you and I, we give a small amount. And now we want detailed explanation all the time. Give for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Give with a sincere heart. Give with a broad heart. Give with a smile. This is what ulama have written. When you give, then give with a smile. Give happily. You're not forced to give. But remember the virtues of giving in the path of Allah are tremendous. The rewards, very huge. When a person gives sadaqah, Allah becomes pleased with him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives his minor sins. 
Allah saves him from the fire of Jahannam. Hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Every person will speak to Allah on the day of Qiyamah all alone. He will look at his good deeds on his right hand side, the bad deeds on his left hand side. He will see Jahannam in front of him. Then Rasulullah says, Save yourself from the fire of Jahannam. Even though it may be by means of giving a part of a date. Half a date, a piece of a date can actually become the means of you being saved from the fire of Jahannam. Yasuddu sab'ina baba min It protects a person, it shields a person, it blocks 70 doors of calamities coming upon you. How often a person was saved from a hijacking? Or some people, intruders came into his home and they did not harm him. And when he pondered, it was because of sadaqah he gave that morning. Some sadaqah he gave that morning. There is a person by the name of Ibn Furat, rahmatullahi alayhi, he was a historian, Egyptian, <coughs> in the 13th century. Hafiz Ibn Hajar, rahmatullahi alayhi, and many of them have recorded incidents about him. Ibn Furat, rahmatullahi alayhi, was a historian, also a muhaddith. So he says the governor of Egypt at that time summoned him. And tells Ibn Furat, I tried every endeavor to seize your property, to harm you, to cause you pain, to imprison you, to usurp all your wealth. But every time I try to do so, I see a dream, and in the dream, suddenly a loaf of bread or a roti comes in between us, and I'm unable to do anything. What is it? He says, from childhood days, my mother used to come at night, place a piece of bread, a slice of bread or a roti next to me. And in the morning she would give it to some poor person. For years she did this. When she passed on, I also began doing the same right till this very day. At night I keep the piece of bread or the roti next to me. In the morning I give that in the path of Allah. So this was the roti. This was a piece of bread that actually saved him from the tyrant ruler. So then the governor of Egypt tells him, I promise you, I take qasam in Allah, I will never ever harm you. And no harm shall come to you from me. So when a person gives some charity, we cannot understand how Allah protects us from evil, from some calamity, some hardship that was going to afflict us that day. Perhaps some accident, perhaps some other problem. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes difficulties from coming upon us. Tutfi'u al-khati'ata Sadaqah wipes out sins like how water extinguishes fire. Tutfi'u ghadab al-Rabb. Sadaqah extinguishes the wrath of Allah, the anger of Allah. When you give sadaqah, Allah's anger, Allah's wrath subsides. وَتَدْفَعُ مِيتَ تَسُوُ It repels an evil death. Allah protects you from an evil death. Nobody wants to die an evil death. We all want to have a nice moth, an easy moth. May Allah give us moth with iman. An easy moth. So, It removes pride and arrogance from a person. It actually removes pride and arrogance from a person. So, there are various benefits mentioned. Imam Waqidi, another great historian, he says it was the days before Eid. And we had nothing at home 
to buy for our children some nice Eid clothes. So my servant comes and informs me that, oh my master, you've got no clothes for the children. And your wife, she's very saddened and grieved about this. The neighbor's children will have nice clothes and your children have nothing. So why don't you go to some person and borrow some money and then you can buy some clothes for your children and then give it to them and then pay, repay that loan later on. So Imam Waqidi rahmatullahi alayhi goes to a friend of his <coughs> and this friend of his had some money so he gives him a purse of some coins. Imam Waqidi rahmatullahi alayhi comes very excited, he comes home. And when he comes home, just as he's about to enter and give his wife the great news, a Hashimi, a Sayyid, somebody from, who is a descendant of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa from the family of Rasulullah comes. And then he says, I've got poverty, I've got no money, can you give me a loan? He takes that entire person and gives it to him. Some days later, the friend of his, the trader who had given him that purse, comes to him with the same purse. He says, Imam Waqidi, what is the problem? I gave you this purse. How did it come back to me in the same condition as I gave it to you? Did you not use that money? Then he explains, there was a Sayyid friend of mine. He came. I felt sorry, this is the family of Rasulullah And in fact, initially, I thought my plan was to give half the amount to him and I'll keep half. But my wife rebuked me. She said, aren't you embarrassed? This man is a Sayyid, he's from the family of Rasulullah You want to share the money? You should give him the entire amount. And therefore I gave him the entire purse. It so happened that the same person who had given Imam Waqidi that purse, that loan initially, he also required money. And not knowing that this purse had gone to this Hashimi Sayyid friend, he also went to ask him for a loan. And this Sayyid also gives him the same loan, the same purse. And that's how he receives it. Whilst all this is happening, Yahya al-Barmaki, rahmatullahi alayhi, who was the ustad of Harun al-Rashid, it is the time of Harun al-Rashid, Yahya al-Barmaki, rahmatullahi alayhi, was the ustad of, of Harun al-Rashid, Allah given him a lot of wealth as well. So he hears about this. So immediately he calls them. And then he gives them 10,000 dinars. And he tells Imam Waqidi, 2,000 is for the trader who lent you the money initially. 2,000 is for the Sayyid. 2,000 is for you. That is 6,000. The other 4,000 goes to your wife because she proved to be more generous than you. Allah gives back to the person immediately. Uh, Suleiman bin Rabi, rahmatullahi alayhi, he is going for hajj with his people and they would travel by road with their donkeys, with their horses, their camels. And they come to a place in Baghdad when he sees a very strange thing happening. So he sees this young girl going to the dead corpse of a mule. And she was cutting some pieces and running into a home. So obviously he saw this is not right. She's eating dead meat, mule. He goes, inquires. That also become, there were a family, descendants of Rasulullah and Sayyids living there. And they could not beg and ask any person. They had no food whatsoever. There was only a woman living there, a mother and her young daughters. And there was nobody seeing to their needs. 
Days had gone past and they had no food whatsoever. And this was the only food that they had seen. So very quickly they were trying to just take some food to make something hot, to put something into their stomachs. Rabbi bin Suleiman bin Rabi rahmatullahi alayhi, he goes to them, whatever monies he had on the journey, he gives them all that, he tells his companions, you, must, you may proceed for hajj, I will not come this year. They tell him, you join us and we'll see to you. He said, no, you continue. After hajj, when they return, he quickly goes to ask them for du'as when the haji returns. When you ask the haji for du'a. So he's happy and he goes to meet his friends. And he says, make du'a for me, you'll just return from hajj. They say, what are you talking about? You were with us all the time. We saw you in Arafat, we saw you in Mina. Another person comes and says, I saw you by the Rodha Mubarak. Didn't you give me a purse? And you, you entrusted me with this purse and you said, you must give it to me when you, we go back home. Rabbi Suleiman bin Rabbi Rahmatullah is perplexed. He takes the purse, he doesn't understand what has happened. That night he sees a dream. And Allah informs him in the dream that Allah had sent down an angel to make the hajj on his behalf. And then, when he opens this purse, the amount of money that he received, in Arabic, there are measures, qirat. So he gets an amount double to what he had given. He had given actually 7,000 dirhams, now he gets 7,000 dinars. And then it is said to him, this is only a portion of the money that Allah is replacing you now in this world. 19 other portions of the 20 portions Allah has divided, He's given you one. And 19 He will give you in the day of Qiyamah in form of sawab and reward. My respected brothers and elders, there are so many ayat, hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the benefits of giving sadaqah. Shaitan, ash-shaitanu ya'idukum al-faqra wa ya'murukum bil-fahsha. When you are wanting to give a person some money, some charity, and of course I mentioned with ikhlas, sincerity, not for show. Shaitan will, 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 will scare you of, of becoming poor. You say, no, don't give that very good one that you have. Why don't you give the inferior quality? The inferior type. Not the food that you are about to eat at home. That's whatever is left in the end, the crumbs. Last night or the two days ago, the food that's still remaining, give the poor person that food. My respected brother, may Allah forgive us. I feel very hard to say such things. But this is the reality, this is the truth. That we are unable to share the good food that we have for ourselves and our children. And we are prepared to give leftovers to other people, looking down upon them. Whereas they are also human beings. And this is one of the reasons why our good akhlaq or the akhlaq that we have does not pass on to others. And this is one of the reasons that many people don't embrace Islam. Because you see, these, this poor character of ours... Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa has mentioned so many ahadith that when you have somebody at working for you and they are cooking the food for you, he says, give them, make them eat with you. If you are unable to make them eat with you, at least give them from that food that they have been cooked. فَإِنَّهُ وَلِيَ عِلَاجَهُ But this person was looking and seeing to the food preparation. How will that person feel that I'm not getting any of this biryani that you are eating? I'm getting leftover food which is stale two, three days ago's food. Nonetheless, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given great rewards for the person who gives charity in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah ta'ala give me tawfiq. If all of us tawfiq, shaitan will try and make us give inferior quality. At that time, we have to be strong. 
And then shaitan will, if he succeeds and makes us give inferior quality, then he says even that too is not necessary. So the person does not give that even. Eventually he stops him from giving even zakat which is due upon him. So even zakat he does not discharge. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us kathir on qaleer that we had given. We take out little and he rewards us tremendously. May Allah give us tawfiq of making amal. Wa akhiru dawan. Alhamdulillah.